year of looking at the holiness of God. God has declared, be ye holy as I am holy. The high priest wore a crown on his head that said, holiness unto the Lord. If you could put the slides up, that'd be great. Okay. So this morning, what I want to share with you is what's called purity maps. Purity maps. So the concept behind purity maps is the idea of holiness. And so let's get a definition going of what purity is. Purity is what is not polluted, that which is not mixed or mingled with another. Something that is pure is is not mingled with something else. It is not polluted or diluted. Amen? So uh, it's, it's clean in all its ways. And that's what purity is. That's what God is. He's not diluted. He's not mixed. He's not mingled with something else. He is holy. He is other than all other things. And that's what God is. Now, what is a map? Well, a map draws boundaries. A map is what you use to distinguish one area from another area. Boundary lines. The Bible says in Deuteronomy and the book of Proverbs that we are not to change the ancient boundary markers. They were set by God. It says in the book of Acts that God divided the nations. God set boundaries. And so in order to have purity and wholeness without mingling with unclean things or polluting that which is pure, you need to set up boundaries. And so the concept of purity maps, it's a theological idea of how God throughout Scripture set up boundaries for His people to remain holy. And so purity maps are those things, those rules and those ideas that distinguish that which is pure from that which is polluted that which is holy from that which is common and this is what God did from the beginning but I want to approach this whole message with this concept from 1 Corinthians 15 you can turn there if you want 1 Corinthians 15 45 and 46 or I'll read it to you it says this Paul said this is written the first man Adam became a living being The last Adam became a life-giving spirit, but because it is not the spiritual that's first, but the natural, and then the spiritual. So I'm going to approach this whole concept of holiness and purity maps from this idea. First the physical, then the spiritual. Adam was made a physical being. The last Adam, who is Jesus, brought forth the spiritual being. So this concept, this idea is what takes place on planet earth and in the kingdom of God, first in the physical, then the spiritual. Say it with me, first in the physical, then the spiritual. So that's exactly what God did with Israel. They're in the physical. And so the purity maps that God gave Israel was to distinguish them physically from all other nations. You getting this? All right, and so that's the form and the function of the purity maps. He told Aaron and the priesthood of the Israelites in Leviticus 10, 10, he said this, you are to distinguish between what is holy and common, 
between what is clean and unclean. So this is what God did. How many of you know when God created the heavens and the earth, it was good. It was very good when he created man. Everything was in its order. And that's the concept of shalom. Shalom is order. Shalom is that which is clean. It remains clean and pure. Everything is in its right place. That's why we have boundary lines. You hear referees go, blow the whistle. You're out of bounds. Foul. You're out of bounds. You did something wrong. And so purity maps help us distinguish what is right, what is wrong, what is clean, what is unclean, what is pure, what is polluted. And in the physical first, he told Israel, there are certain things that are going to be polluted and there are things that are clean. I need you to represent me on the earth. In creation, God rested on the seventh day. Why did he rest? Why was there Sabbath on the seventh day? And that concept of rest is that everything is in order. Everything is shalom. Everything is right. Everything is clean. Everything is pure. The animals of the air are in the air. The animals of the ground are on the ground. The animals in the sea are in the sea. And man and woman are created after me. It all rhymes. till something polluted all that God had made at the highest order. Man is the highest order of creation, and he crossed a boundary line, didn't he? And he took what was holy and he profaned it and made it common food. God said, don't touch that fruit. It's separate. It's holy. It is set aside. It's the knowledge of good and evil. Don't touch it. They crossed the boundary line of what he had set. And they made what was set apart something common. That was a reference to an apple. I don't think it was apple. I actually think it was a fig, but we'll leave that alone. It was some kind of special fruit. Something collapsed in the shalom of God's physical creation. Something fell apart when they broke covenant with God and they crossed the boundary line from what was holy into the profane. So God then had to establish a people back in the earth that would carry that which was pure. And so he created purity maps with Israel. And he began this way. He said, I want you to be a holy nation, a set-apart nation. I need you to be a nation that's going to become mediators for all other nations between God and this planet in the physical realm. That's you, Israel. But I need you to represent me in a physical manner as to what is pure and what is holy. Because remember, first the physical, then the spiritual. We're not ready for the spiritual yet if you can't handle the physical. So first the physical. And so if you'll remember, he establishes purity maps for Israel. They need a map. They don't know how to be pure. They don't know how to be clean. They don't know how to be like God, Yahweh, because Yahweh is holy. And so he gives them maps because they're still in Adam. They've not been taken out of Adam. 
They don't understand spiritual significance. They don't understand spiritual being. They don't understand. They know physical being. So God made physical purity maps for them. First thing he did is he set a boundary of the land. I'm going to put you in a boundary. I'm going to take 12 divisions and divide this promised land into 12 tribes. And you will dwell there. And these are your boundary lines. So keep those lines, keep them pure, keep them holy. How many of you have crossed the line every now and then? And so God told Israel, here's your land, this is your land. And then within that land, he set purity maps. And he set a purity map for where the temple would be. And he said, in this purity map, this is the center, the epicenter of my presence. He even mapped out physically where there was an outer court the inner court, the holy place, and then the inner sanctum, the holy of holies, mapped out the presence of God. He physically mapped out a representation of heaven on earth. Hebrews 10 tells us that God carefully told Moses, you better be accurate and careful how you build this temple because it is a representation of heaven. Physical before the spiritual. And he mapped it out for what is pure. So the land is holy. The land is pure. He said, I need you to tithe on the land. You give the fruit of the land. You take 10% from what this land gives and you give it unto the priesthood to make it holy. You see, he set boundaries for the land. So the land was important. You were to give the land rest every seven years. They didn't do that, did they? And what happened to them? They got vomited out of the land for 70. You getting this? They violated the maps of purity. Because if you can't keep the boundary lines of purity, you will become polluted. And you will not represent the holiness of God. This is all about the whole concept of holiness, the whole concept of purity is separation unto God from all that's profane and unclean and common. We'll go on. He even began to establish times and seasons. He put purity maps over the hours and the days that Israel kept. New moons and feast days, the Sabbath rests, feasts that you're to come to this place in the land up to Jerusalem. You're getting this? Purity maps. And they had to physically act it out because they did not have an indwelling Holy Spirit. They had the nature of Adam which was fallen. And so how do you take a fallen people and make them holy? You draw them diagrams. You give them boundaries. And you teach them and instruct them in certain ways. So on this day you do this. And on this month you do this. And on this feast day you do this. And you come to this part of the land and this part of the territory so that you'll be unique and holy. Did you know that the Sabbath was the covenant sign for Israel? He told Israel that it is by this sign all nations shall know you are mine. You shall rest on the seventh day, the Sabbath. It became the wedding ring for Israel. It was the signature. It was the identity of how they were separate. God separated their time in purity. So now they walked according as their, their watch. They didn't have watches. Their watch on the sun and the moon their time and designation of seasons was mapped out in purity to be holy and different from all other nations. I don't care what they do in another nation. In this nation, you see, you're setting the tone for the globe, for all nations to follow Israel. Mapping it out. What else do we have? Food. 
he began to say, this animal's clean, this animal's unclean. They didn't know exactly why. Why shellfish are unclean and why other fish aren't. Some have speculated it's beyond the aspect of just what carries germs and what doesn't. But in fact, uh, animals that crossed their own boundary lines were unclean. In other words, a lobster lives in the ocean, but it crawls on the land. Violation. Nay, nay. It's become unclean. It's crossed its boundary. Is it a sea animal or is it a land creature? Don't eat it. Only fish that swim, only certain animals that do this or chew cud, when they cross over, they became unclean. And so what he's talking about is that separation of cleanness because, again, these people are physical. They're in Adam. They don't have a spirit of God in them. They cannot distinguish holiness and purity. They have to be told and it has to be mapped out. So you can eat this food. You can't have milk. You can't have dairy, touch meat. You have to separate. You can't have, hey, in your clothing, don't put wool and don't put cotton together. Hey, when you sow your fields, don't put this seed with that seed. Everything must be separated. Everything must be distinguished. Everything must be mapped. And you must keep the boundaries. Why? Why? Purity, clean, holy, separate. Last of all, the body. There were certain things about the body. Their sexuality had to be held within purity maps. This is what sexually is acceptable. This is what is not acceptable. Uh, Hygiene. This is what is clean. This is what is unclean. This is how to be holy. This is how to be common. These diseases make you unclean. You must step outside the camp till you are cleansed. Purity maps. Now, because of these purity maps and what God was doing, Israel became the greatest nation on the earth. In fact, in the book of Deuteronomy, God said, all other nations will be jealous of you and want to know how is it that you are so blessed. And they were during the reign of David, Solomon too. But something happened. They began to do what? Cross the boundary lines in all dimensions of land, time, food, and body. And what happens Same thing Jesus said to the church at Laodicea. You lose your boundary lines and you become the same temperature as the culture around you. Lukewarm. Your distinction is gone. Your honor to me is gone. We want a king like all other nations. You've got God. What do you need a king for? We want to be like them. And so they began to lose the marker points and the lines of division and that which was holy and that which is clean and that which is impure. And so this is what happened. But what is so glorious and what is so great is that Jesus came to fulfill every purity map there was. He lived every purity map, every line of distinction to perfection. What had happened is Israel had become legalistic and thought that in fact the whole point was just living by the map, living by the map, forgetting the map maker. And the whole reason you live by that map is to honor the map maker. But they lived by the map to honor themselves. They became haughty and pride and said, look at me. I can walk the line. For what purpose? Christ came and fulfilled every purity map there was. 
He fulfilled what is true and what is holy and what is pure. And what is amazing is through the cross, He was able to take us out of Adam and put us in Christ. He fulfilled every aspect of holiness so that now we could be born of His Spirit. Now God says, you're my holy nation. Not in the physical, but in the spiritual. Now, God's own nature of holiness can come dwell where? In us. In us. So now what happens to the purity maps? Well, how many of you remember you used to have a map when you you would travel around the U.S.? Some of you even went so far and bought an atlas. Why they made atlases 11 by 17. How many of you remember this? This book that you didn't know what to do with it after your trip. So it doesn't fit in a compartment. It can't fit anywhere else. It's this big old thing. You got the atlas? Yeah. We're in Tennessee now. All right. Or you'd stop. How many of you young people don't even understand this? You'd stop at a gas station in the next state you went to. You'd say, you got a map? Yeah, they're right here. Pull out the map. <laughs> Imagine, how many of you remember looking at a map while you were driving? <laughs> Not so easy to hide when you're looking at the guy next to you and there's a map across his windshield. God took all those Old Testament purity maps. He took all those things because they were of the physical. They were of Adam. He took them all and he installed a GPS right inside of you. Come on. you got a map right here, a spiritual map of holiness dwelling right within you. The GPS is built right in. Guiding you, leading you, and taking you because you're a spiritual people, a holy nation. Is the distinction different? Only in the sense that now it's indwelling us, but are we to be a separate people, a holy nation? Absolutely. It's not just one people group anymore. It's to all, whosoever will. Every tribe and every tongue under heaven now can have a GPS installed. God's personal schooling, right? God's personal sacredness and sanctity dwelling within every nation, every people. But we need to be a holy nation. So what happened to his purity maps? What happened to the aspect of a holy land? Well, he says now this in 2 Corinthians 5.17, If anyone is in Christ, they're a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. You're the land he possesses. 1 Corinthians 6, uh, 16. No, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. Your body has become the temple. That's the sacred ground now. You're the dirt he bought. Made you into a holy vessel. You don't have to go to Jerusalem three times a year. He's in you 24-7. You're the Holy Land. You're the promise. You're the hope. Christ in you. The hope of glory. The earnest expectation of His manifestation is you. You're now the purity map. You're now the land. When you walk into some place, you carry the presence of God. 
And so the boundary lines in this map have to stay true, have to stay sure, because I carry his presence. What about time? We get into these discussions. Do I need to keep the Sabbath? Do I need to keep that? Colossians 2, 16 and 17. Paul says, let no one pass judgment on you in the questions of food or drink or regard to a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath. These are a shadow of the things to come. The substance belongs to Christ. The Sabbath was a picture of the rest in Christ. The feast days were representations of what Jesus was accomplishing. Passover at the cross. huh? Pentecost is the, is the outpouring of the Spirit. Year of Jubilee is salvation, setting us free. The Feast of Trumpets is the return of Christ. It's all Jesus. The whole purity map is Jesus. Who is in you, Christ in you. And so now, it all is the substance of Christ. So my Sabbath is today on Sunday. My Sabbath is on Monday. My Sabbath is on Tuesday. My Sabbath is on Wednesday. And when does it start? At sundown? Sundown, sun up, high noon? My Sabbath is all the time in Christ Jesus. My purity map is that my time is sacred because every second I live, I live to the glory of God. Come on, get your map right. This isn't, well, you live for yourself till Sabbath, whatever day that happens to be, Saturday for the Jews, Sunday for the Christian. You you live till that one day and then keep that holy for God. Nonsense! He is my Sabbath, therefore I owe Him every second of my day. Every breath is to His glory. Come on, get the maps right. Get the purity right. Get the holiness right. I'm not going to pollute, or should I say, waste my time on foolish things. Now, God gives you rest. God gives you enjoyment. But are you going to take the land He purchased with the time that belongs to Him and give it to something profane? Thank you. Do you understand this? From the physical to the spiritual, what he set up, we look at Israel and go, ooh, that was tough. Ooh, they had to not eat this, not eat that. Ooh, they had to go here at this time and they couldn't cross this boundary. Ooh, 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 tough. Jesus said, unless your righteousness is greater than the scribes and the Pharisees, you'll have no part of me. How could our righteousness be greater than that spiritual purity map that they had? Because the map is in you now. And now I'm in rest always. I'm, at, I'm in the feast of Pentecost. I'm in the feast of Passover. I'm in the feast of, tr- of uh, trumpets. I'm in the feast of the Day of Atonement. I'm in every one of those feasts. I'm, I'm living in it right now. Are you partying with me? Yes. We're in these feasts. I don't have to go to Jerusalem. Jerusalem came to me. It's in me. The purity maps are here. Now, oh, well, what about food, Pastor Tim? What food is clean and unclean? Well, you remember Peter on the roof. Sheet came down. All the animals were there. God said, eat it. I will not. How about that? Peter's arguing with God's purity map. Because he was trained up in it. That's what he knew. He said, this is a trick, isn't it? 
I'll go eat a pork chop and you'll kill me. <laughs> he goes, no, 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 no. Three times needed a witness. Because so ingrained in the purity maps, because Peter was still thinking in the physical, he hadn't transitioned into the spirit realm. And Jesus said, what I call clean, don't you call common or unclean. I've made everything clean. Every food clean. It's not about the food. Jesus said this in Matthew. He said, it's not what goes into a man that pollutes him. It comes out of his heart. Again, so what Jesus is referencing is that all these purity maps were trying to teach them to be holy in their essence and being, but they were of the physical and couldn't grasp the spiritual. You can. So people, like Paul said in Galatians, oh, you foolish Galatians, are you trying to go back to the physical when you've become spiritual? And so churches have this argument and this discussion, what food should we eat, what day should we meet? Are you kidding me? That's of Adam. I'm of Christ. Every food is clean. In fact, Jesus put it this way. My food is to do my Father's will. That's my meat. It's always clean. Eat, drink, God. The bread is His body. The blood, the wine is His blood. What I eat and what I drink, I do all to the glory of God. So food now is to eat of the Spirit. I eat of the Spirit. And so let me ask you, what food are you feeding your soul? Where's your purity maps? You're of the Spirit of God. And we're in an age of the spirit of deception and a spirit of perverseness. How much are we diluting the purity of God by letting this junk come into us? You may have a clean heart in it, but why pollute yourself with what you're listening to, what you're saying? Don't tell me that gossip. I'm not entering into that. That's gonna, that brings impurity into my spirit. I don't need that. I'm not going to eat that. You eat with your ears. You eat with your eyes. You consume with these things. So what are you eating what you're listening to? What are you eating with what you're looking at? This is the thing between men and women. Women overindulge in their ears. They listen to the gossip, to the talk, to the... Men overindulge with their eyes. They look, they look, they look. Too much you look. And so what's your food? Last of all, how about that body? Our body. It's not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, what comes out. This body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. You were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. We can now use this body no longer as instruments of wickedness, but now as instruments of righteousness because it is no longer motivated by our soulishness. It is motivated by the Spirit of God. Now I become an instrument of righteousness. And in the Greek, the word in the book of Romans for instrument is weapon. Did you know that you are a weapon of righteousness? Tear down strongholds. Take this body and use it for the glory of God. So these are the purity maps. It's new territory. It's spiritual. We're done with the physical. Why would we go back to the physical? Why would we go back to the purity maps for those who are in Adam? Makes no sense. 
I'm going to walk in the purity maps that are made for Christ. And guess what? I'll put it to you real simple. Jesus is my purity map. Paul says, put on Christ. He is my purity map. I don't need a list of what to do and what a list of what I don't do. I do Jesus. I walk with Christ. I talk with Christ. I breathe with Christ. I touch with Christ. I speak with Christ. I look with Christ. I listen with Christ. He's my purity map. What was the physical? Was the law and mapping out all of this in the spiritual? It's Christ. I have Christ. He's in me, the hope of glory. My purity map is on 24-7. It's constantly detecting. Stop living in the flesh. Stop living under Adam. Stop your stupid purity maps that are made to do this and that. Live in Christ. Pardon my use of the word stupid. Ignorant will help all right so brothers and sisters what's going on with the church we've got a gps system built in us we are a holy nation a royal priesthood we are the holiness of god on earth we are the purity map for the entire world to look at when they look at us they see the purity of god they know how to behave with their families they know how to behave in their marriages they know how to behave sexually they know how to behave with their mouths they know how to behave in what is right and what is wrong because christ is in us we have the purity map that dictates everything we should do by his grace and by his love so what's going wrong why is our map failing us it's not the map that's failing us it's our obedience to that map It's us walking in the spirit instead of the flesh. It's that simple. We're choosing to walk to the flesh. Many of you would prefer to have a purity map like the Old Testament, a list of rules of do's and don'ts. God says, I would rather have a relationship with you. Instead of me emailing you, could we have a conversation? Instead of me texting you with some text and some words, you know, some people read this like a text. You read the message going, yeah, I should try this. I should really try it. God says, look, this is the written word. It's information, but here's where I want it. Inside you, eat it, digest it. I live here. This should live here. I want a relationship, not a text. And so the purity map is here. The purity map alerts you. It's got alarms. It's got systems, right? You like ringtones? You should hear the Holy Spirit's. How many of you are in offices or in elevators or anywhere else and people's ringtones go off? Takes them 10 minutes to answer the phone. Stop the ringtone! Gee, I wonder who it is. Oh, it's Aunt Judy. Well, shut it off! Could you imagine if every Christian had the Holy Spirit just having a ringtone go off? Witness. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm supposed to witness to you. Yeah, I guess I heard. (laughs) Come on, it does. His ringtone goes off all the time. His purity maps are always going on. Don't touch that. Don't look at that. Go on, beyond that. I know it just came across your vision. Just move it on. Move it on. I said move it on. Move it on. I know, no, don't listen to that. Don't listen to that. Say, politely say, no, thank you. I don't want to hear that. Say, I don't want to hear it. 
You heard it. Shut your mouth. Don't say anything. You said it. The alarms of the Holy Spirit, of the Holy Spirit. These are our purity maps. So I want to conclude this with this. We need to pay attention to the purity maps. Paul says this in 1 Corinthians 10, 23, everything's permissible, but not everything is what? Beneficial. Look, at you've got, you've got God's Holy Spirit drawing the purity maps. Christ is our purity map. So you're free to do whatever you want to do, but is that really what's beneficial to the witness of the Lord Jesus Christ? You need to be refrained from your liberties by love. They had this big discussion. Should we eat meat sacrificed to idols? It offended certain people. And Paul says, it's just meat. Those are, those are wooden carvings. But he said, you govern your liberality by your love for a brother or sister. So our whole motivation for our purity maps and our obedience is the love of God and the love of others. Does that make sense to you? Everything's permissible, but not everything is edifying. I know you have freedom to go do this, but is it going to trip someone else up? So let's watch our purity maps. Philippians 4.8, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's any worthy of praise, think on these things. There's your purity map, the character and the qualities of Christ. So I have to ask you in closing, what purity maps has God drawn in you? They're going to look different for each one of us. Why? Well, they're standardized ones. Your sexual purity maps, those are pretty standardized. We know that. How to treat one another, those are pretty standardized. How to honor God and love God, that's pretty standardized. But there are going to be customized purity maps for each one of us because each of us has different weaknesses. So God is trying to get you out of a situation. You need to draw the boundary lines. You got addiction issues? Then you need to draw a boundary line and not go over to the other thing. God, you know this idea, some people with addictions, you know, God broke the addiction of pornography with me. So I'm looking forward to the day when I can look at it and it won't bother me. Dude, you, you got that wrong, man. Stay away. So you draw a boundary line and your purity map because of your situation says anything that begins to look pornographic, I'm out of here. Honor to God. Right? Purity maps. It's going to be different from everybody else. Whatever self-medicating you use, whether it's food, whether it's TV, whether it's spending money or this or that, and it's gotten you into trouble, your purity map needs to draw some boundary lines. And the Holy Spirit makes them clear. And He wants to walk with you and have you overcome them, but you're not going to overcome them if you will not walk with Him. But we Pentecostals want deliverance. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So that we're not responsible. Just take it away from me, God. Take it away from me. I will. Stay away from it. Stay away from it. Is this rocket science? It's flesh science, right? Oh, God, would you just deliver me? If you could deliver me from this, then I could. You know, many times he won't deliver you because if he delivers you, you won't know how to fight it. 
God takes you out of a battle you don't know how to fight. Next time you get in a battle, it's like, I don't know what to hit him with. Talk to the people who fought through that battle, worked and walked with the Holy Spirit through it, defeated that thing. Next time it comes up, they go, poof. I, know, I lost too much in the last battle. I ain't even going there anymore. How many of you know what I'm talking about? God's drawing boundary lines in your thought life. How many of you know what I'm talking about with depression? Ruminating, right? You get into this thing and you start thinking about that thing that takes you down that dark alley that you've been down how many times? And the only thing down that dark alley is a sewer hole that you keep falling into. And then you begin to think about it again. There's that alley. And you have those thoughts. How many of you know what I'm talking about? And then you say, you know what? I'm done with that alley. I'm done with that street. I'm done with that thought. It only leads me. I've been down that alley 7,000 times and I never get out of it. I ain't going again. I'm drawing a boundary line and I'm done with it. It's, pa- it's purity maps. Purity maps. Purity maps. It's walking in holiness. It's setting boundaries by the indwelling Holy Spirit. And it's a lively, living interaction with God in our lives where He alarms us and He warns us and He tells us so that we will accomplish one thing, that we will be a holy representation to the Lord God separate from our culture, separate from this society, and we can pull people out of the mire that they're in because we're on a rock that we will not fall. This is the idea of purity maps or holiness. And God has set them within each one of us. So would you stand with me this morning? Father God, I pray right now that you would begin to define the purity maps within each one of our souls and hearts. I pray right now that, Lord Jesus, you would put markers. I pray for each one of us here this morning. Ask the Lord, Father, is there an area that I need a boundary line? Is there an area that I've polluted? I've not kept pure. Speak to me of that area right now, Lord Jesus. Speak to me, Lord Jesus. Speak to me, Lord Jesus. Speak to me. Wash us clean this morning, Jesus. We thank you for that. We thank you that as you have purity maps within us, you also have the remedy within us immediately for our failures. And that is the blood of Jesus. Thank you for that, God. You immediately cleanse us and cause us to get back up, to get back on that map. I release right now an anointing, Lord, that your Holy Spirit would declare the division markers. I'm going to take a minute right now, and I know this always causes a log jam, but I don't care. If you know that you need a, a line of demarcation for your own inner purity, for the, the level you want to walk at and go at, come up for, front, come forward to the altar. If you want God to make a new demarcation, a distinct line to, to cleanse and, and break anything impure or, so that you don't go back on that boundary line, come on up. And when you come up, come as far up as you can, okay?